first, let me tell you about Hustler Turf. If you have a lawn to be mowed and you're out there and you spend a couple of hours, you know, maybe two, three, four, five hours uh, mowing your lawn, you can cut that time in half. You spend an hour and a half, you're 45 minutes. That is well worth looking into. It's a Hustler Turf a zero turn lawnmower and i i want you to go a b compare go to wherever you know home depot or wherever they sell everything and try all of the lawnmowers then you owe it to yourself to go find a hustler turf dealer and test drive a hustler turf they there is no comparison these are the best hustlerturf.com find a dealership near you hustlerturf.com the greatest military threat to Canada? Is it China, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, the Taliban? Is it Russia? No, apparently it's the conservative news outlet, the rebel, rebel media. Uh, You will not believe what is happening and what Justin Trudeau has done with Rebel News. Rebelnews.com, run by a good friend of the program, Ezra Levant. He's he's with us. This is not a Canadian story. The U.S. military, for some reason, looked into Rebelnews.com. He got all of the paperwork. He was tipped off by this. It's an incredible story. If our government is helping Canada do that, what are they doing with us? Who's next? We'll tell you this story with Ezra in 60 seconds. You heard the story? The Glenn Beck Program. It's an amazing story. Uh, I want to tell you a, another great story. Uh, it's, uh, it's a story of gold bars. Can you imagine... A century, a a whole bunch of gold bars were sitting off the coast of North Carolina at the bottom of the ocean in the SS Central America. 7,200 feet. They'd been searched for for 100 years. They were just found. And Goldline has now acquired the rights to sell them directly to their best clients. It is, I'm telling you, it is a fantastic it is a fantastic investment. They just uh, loaned one to me so I could show it to you. It, the reason why this is such a great investment is it's a piece of history. Not only is it the heaviest. Stu, how many pounds is 144.25 ounces? Um, it, not only is this thing, you know, solid gold, it's a gold bar, but it's a massive piece of history. Can't confiscate history. 
and you can get it now at Goldline. I mean, it's worth a lot, uh, but if you want this piece of history, you can get them for a limited time at Goldline.com. They also have everything that's right for your family. You know, maybe you're not like... I don't know. I'm in the market for an old gold bar right now. <laughs> um, hyperinflation is coming. It is coming. Uh, please protect yourself with something that, you know, sat on the bottom of the ocean uh, and is now worth, uh, well, it was worth $2,641, $2,000 when they first made this. It's now worth over $300,000. Uh, wow. Goldline. Goldline.com. Call them right now. They're waiting for your call. I mean, if you're interested in the gold bar or if you're just interested in something normal, uh, you know, maybe you can move some things with your 401k. They'll help you do all of this. Please don't have everything in dollars. And you'll understand more uh, in the next couple of days as we expose some of the stuff that's going on. 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Rebelnews.com. Very controversial up in Canada because Canada is a socialist country and they don't really have, they don't have the rights that we have here. Uh, and, uh, and Rebel News is kind of like the Blaze, uh, the Canadian version of the Blaze. I, I consider us sister organizations. Um, and uh, it's run by Ezra Levant and he is a brilliant Ezra, you were a lawyer, right, by trade? Yeah, I was, yeah. but uh, I, I did I dabble in politics. But I think journalism, as they say, is upstream from politics. Culture is upstream yes. from politics. Yes. And politicians can only do what they can do in the environment. And, it, you know, we have to help shape that environment, help people think things through. I don't think we're that radical. I mean, in the United States, no, you're not called moderate conservative correct i mean we're we're sympathetic to trump we're skeptical of the democrats but look we're canadian we've got that sensibility right i was shocked glenn when out of the blue i i get this tip from arkansas that's pretty far away from canada <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was the strangest thing i almost didn't believe it uh we we followed the tip and we discovered through freedom of information documents the the u.s navy the United States Navy had hired a defense contractor in Little Rock, Arkansas, to work up what they called a cyber forensic analysis of my little news company. Now, I happen to love the U.S. Navy. I think it's a great force for freedom. And, I mean, I'm no expert, but I think it's the big threat is the Chinese TLA <laughs> Navy, People's Liberation. They got well, their fourth aircraft carrier now. That, yeah, that I mean. Me. Sure, the the U.S. Navy, you know, might have some problems with China, but we're talking rebelnews.com. I don't even have a canoe, my friend. Like, I am the least, I'm the least nautical person. I'm so, from a landlocked place called Alberta. It's uh, like I'm from Nebraska. There's no boats where I'm from. Right. <laughs> I, saw, uh, I saw the evidence. I saw the report for the U.S. Navy on you, and... The paperwork is astonishing because they don't have anything right. And they, yeah. they, they are truly painting you as a danger. 
Yeah, and I didn't understand. Like, I've had no ex- interactions in my life with the U.S. Navy. I've had. I've never been to Arkansas, although I'd like to. It looks very pretty. So, what are they doing going after me? And it made me think. Well, remember how the British intelligence sort of did some of the heavy, heavy lifting against the Trump campaign. They they did some spying in those mm-hmm. early days. Yes. And I thought. So I thought. Well, maybe there's a Canadian angle. And sure enough this same defense contractor at the University of Arkansas in Little Rock sold the same dossier, if I could use that word, to the Canadian Armed Forces Special Operations Command. So again, Canada has some challenges. I don't think we're a military challenge. I'm a Canadian <laughs> citizen. We follow the law. I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're conservative, but I think you're right. We are sort of in the same part of the spectrum as the blaze. I don't even know if this is legal. It's probably legal for the U.S. Navy to spy on me because I'm not an American. Yeah. Although it seems weird to me that I'm their big enemy. I don't know if it's legal for Justin Trudeau to have his army spy on me. That probably isn't right. But it makes me think, okay, I discovered this almost by accident. I did some access to information requests and freedom of information requests. I got some more. The University of Arkansas's defense contractor, they're stonewalling. They don't want to they don't want to show us how this whole thing started. They gave us a few scraps, but I want to know who ordered this, what was their mission or their mandate? What was the back of like how did this even happen that a Canadian news site became a target of the US Navy? I like I'm really, really curious it, it, how that was set in motion. It doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, the two things I could uh, I could think of is is, is the Canadian uh, somebody in the Canadian military or Justin Trudeau's office or whatever are they getting favors done uh, for them by our military, and in exchange, are they investigating people like us? in Canada and, and can share the information here in the United States, but it's not, it's disturbing because it is not even accurate information. Explain some of the inaccuracies here because it's pretty significant. Sure. And I mean, we all have heard the joke that, you know, what's an oxymoron jumbo shrimp, right, right, right. military intelligence. I never liked that joke about military intelligence because I thought, no, military intelligence. Those are the those are the smart guys who, you know, crack the codes and, and counter terrorism. If this is the state of U.S. military intelligence, you we're guys screwed. are in trouble because I mean, yeah, first of all, they say we're a u.s operation no we're not we love america we talk about america but we're based up here in canada they say that you know sometimes we have uh what what are called uh, micro sites or vanity sites so for example we have a civil liberties campaign we talked about this the other day called fightthefines.com so if anyone gets a lockdown ticket we crowdfund a civil liberties lawyer so we just instead of me saying hey go to rebelnews.com slash fight underscore the like instead of remembering yes. i just remember fight the com. so we have a bunch of these i call them vanity sites but they they're just forwarding to different pages on our website so i don't have to remember a hundred different urls that's all they are and our it's name it, is it, on every one and you do it's like when you come out with a news story uh and like this it's you know canadian uh, um uh, u.s navy spies 
or whatever it would yeah. be. Yeah. So it's easy for people to find it. And it is it would all be directing back to rebel rebel news dot com. It would yeah. be part of that. Yeah, it's totally normal. Governments do it, too, by the way. Yeah. So, for example, in the story we're talking about, I took all the spy uh, stuff we got and I put it on a page and I gave it a, a nickname, really. Stop spying on us dot com just so I can remember it for radio interviews. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if, if you were to go to stop spying on us dot com, it'll actually forward you to a rebel news story about this case and you can see all these documents for yourself and you can make your own judgments. So what and, and the reason I, I tell you that is because <laughs> this defense contractor said, no, no, no. By using uh, vanity URLs, uh, these are deep fakes designed to deceive people. And, and the craziest thing is they said one of our goals is to get people to vote for Canada's Socialist Party. Uh, there's a guy named Jagmeet Singh who, who runs our Socialist Party up here. We, we disagree with him strenuously. I, I mean, he's a nice guy personally, but he's like, right. he is far left. He's like um, Bernie Sanders. You know, he, he, yeah, exactly. He's like the Bernie Sanders of Canada. The theory that the U.S. Navy's defense contractor cooked up was at Rebel News. And I've been conservative my whole life since I was a boy. I mean, right wing that my secret mission is to meddle in the Canadian election to get people to vote socialist. And I'm just thinking, do have they ever watched a single one of my that would be like saying Glenn Beck's secret agenda is to get Bernie Sanders into the White House. They just have you ever turned on the show? But right. I was thinking, why would they write such kooky stuff? Why would they say we're American, not Canadian? Why would they say that our vanity URLs, which is really a big nothing, are a deep fake? They use that word deep fake. We know what deep fakes are. Those are yeah. those forgery videos that look right. like Tom Cruise. Right. I mean, they're spooky. We don't do that. I don't know how to do that. We, that's not what we do. And why would they say we're trying to meddle in in the election to get the socialists elected? And I, I have a theory that they're trying to say Rebel News is like one of those Russian troll farms or something. Yeah. So they can use some national security rationale to sweep us off the Internet or even just to go to YouTube, Google, Facebook, Twitter and yeah. say, guys, you've Throttle. got a Russian troll farm. They're meddling in the election. They're yep. deep fakes, American based. They're trying yep. to you know, interfere. You've got to shut them down. So I think it wasn't actually real spying because it takes five minutes to know we're in Canada it takes five minutes to know we don't like the socialist candidate. I think they were trying to cook up some dossier that they could use to get us knocked off the internet. I don't, uh, find that, uh, a stretch of imagination. I don't know why this has happened. Um, but I think it's interesting that it happened in the United States and apparently commissioned by the U S Navy. That doesn't make any sense at all. Um, you know, I, I, I want to continue uh, talking cause I, I said there were, there were two things that I thought, uh, might be going on. Uh, and I, I want to give you the, the second theory and get your thoughts on it. Uh, in just a second, stand by one minute back with Ezra Levant. Uh, Rectech is just the greatest grill you will ever have. It really is. It's a, it's a smoker. It's a grill. It's a, it's an oven. You can bake in this thing. It is just, and I have not burnt anything since I've had the, the Rectech. I mean, and I burn everything. Honestly, I go out and I'll get a good steak and 
I'm riddled with ADD, so I'll see a squirrel, and then the next thing I know, just steaks are on fire. Uh, I haven't. I've had good steaks since I've had a Rectech. Don't have that problem. Don't have that problem. Rectech is unbelievable for whatever you want to do in outdoor cooking, and it's so simple because it has. It's it's very high tech. Uh, it has uh, smart grill technology, so you don't even have to be around it. Uh, you can run it all from your phone. Visit Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. That's Rectech dot com. Ten seconds, station ID. So, Ezra, um, you know, one of the things that one of our presidents uh, that I know, you know, um, uh, Eisenhower spoke about in his farewell address was everybody. Everybody remembers in America that uh, he was warning about the vast uh, uh, military industrial complex. But what the warning was, it was not just about how these people are going to be now in bed with government and huge dollars are going to be there. He also talked about research and science and educational uh, units, you know, our colleges. And he warned that when you have this kind of money at stake, that people will come up with things not because they're curious, but because the government wants it. And uh, I, I'm wondering if this isn't uh, a clear right way, or I mean, uh, uh, military industrial complex kind of uh, action coming true. Is somebody wanting this information in Canada uh, and they're doing favors and we're doing favors and they they've hired uh, a company that they know will give them the answer that they're looking for. Yeah, and you make a good point that, you know, I found it odd that the University of Arkansas in Little Rock was involved. I mean, aren't you supposed to be teaching kids? You know, yeah. what are you doing? But this is, this uh, is exactly what Eisenhower warned of. Yeah. And part of me thought, like I mentioned before, how they got so many facts so wrong, and they were so crazy in their language. These are deep fakes. And I thought to myself, maybe they're just trying to create a demand for more studies that they get paid for. I have no idea how much they were paid, if it was 10 grand or 100 grand or who knows. I don't our, know. They, our tax dollars went to pay for it. Yeah. Well, the U.S. Navy is a huge budget. I think it's $161 billion. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of you know, a lot of money to be had building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this little defense contractor in, in Little Rock, and I've left them a message, by the way, I've asked them some questions. I called up the spy master of the U.S. Navy because her phone number is on one of these documents. I just left her a message and I sent her an email. And I mean, listen, I just want to talk. And frankly, they can ask me questions. They can ask me if I'm a Canadian. They can ask me if I'm trying to create a revolution or something I, like you would think. Talk, if you're spying on a guy and he wants to talk to you, talk to him. No, they, they're hiding from me. I think that there's a chance that this is just a, a money-making, uh, mm-hmm. self-perpetuating, you know, empire-building thing. And, and maybe the admirals don't quite know what deep fakes are and what vanity URLs are. And so if you use lots of scary words, admirals who maybe, you know, the most they do on the Internet is 
look at photos of their grandkids on Facebook. Maybe they're bamboozling Admiral. I'm just guessing here. And, and scaring them so that the money keeps flowing. It's just a theory because, I mean, I see three theories. One is we're conservative, so smash us. That's a theory. One is it's a favor for the Canadian government because maybe if the U.S. government spies on us, it's not illegal, whereas if the Canadian government spied on their own citizens, it is. But there's also that military-industrial complex just self-perpetuating, you know, busy work, um, build up a budget none if i was the chinese navy i would be laughing so hard at this they're building their fourth <clears throat> aircraft carrier yeah. they're going deeper and deeper into the blue sea i am scared of the chinese navy that's not me being dramatic that is the rising military power and i would just wish the u.s navy which i admire would stop focusing on well, my little website I would, and focus on the bad guy. I will, um, I'll, I'll have our producers look into this as well. Have you called the University of Arkansas Little Rock? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I actually hired a lawyer because you need some standing in Arkansas to do a freedom of information request. And I'm not, an Ar- I'm not from Arkansas. So we, we hired a local law firm and they've gone back and forth about 10 times and the University of Arkansas is stonewalling, and I think they don't want to hand over the, the defense contract. They don't want to show well, we, who we, commissioned this. We have some of the the uh, emails back and forth from uh, the University of uh, Arkansas, Little Rock. Uh, somebody, neat, is it Nitten? Nitten, yeah, Nitten yeah. Agrawal. He's, he's the boss of this little defense contractor they're they're staff at the university and they take defense contracts which is Mm. exactly what eisenhower talked about yeah it is and and basically he took a contract from the u.s navy on us and then he seems to have sold the same work a second time to the canadian government i've put in access to information requests in about six different places i think we're going to have to go to court in arkansas because they don't want to give it up well i i wonder if we can if we can help you because this involves our tax dollars and uh we should be able to get a freedom of information act uh because we're american citizens on this one um we're going to look into this one uh ezra and anything further that you have on it let us know because if they're doing it to you who's doing it to us it's really dangerous the glenn back program all right would you pay more for something that you could get at a reasonable price. A restaurant is charging you 10 bucks for a cheeseburger. Are you going to go in and offer to pay 100 Especially if there's a cheeseburger store right next to it, and it's exactly the same. Uh, and they're charging you 5 Are you going to go there and pay 10 No. Why would you? This is what we're doing when we don't switch uh, to F- uh, Patriot Mobile. You're with one of the big cell companies. You're, you're paying way too much every single month, way too much. You're also getting uh, a, a group, if, especially if you're with Verizon, that is supporting financially. And it's, in a way, it's your money because you're paying them. They're taking some of their profits, which they have a right to do. But they're giving it to places like Planned Parenthood. I don't want those values. I don't want to pay more for the same great service because they're on the same cell towers. And I certainly don't want to give my money to people who are fighting against my principles. Switch now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck.
And go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is control. You get all the access to our gun coverage last night. The battle's coming. You got to make sure we understand what the rules are. This is the Glenn Beck program. I want to talk to you a little bit uh, here about your dollar. I don't know if people really understand what is happening right now with the dollar, but we are printing unbelievable amounts uh, of cash. Uh, It will take an interest rate beyond your wildest imagination. Remember, uh, we pulled all this money back. Nothing close to this. We pulled money back back in the 1980s with Ronald Reagan, uh, and it almost broke the the back of of the economy. Uh, Remember, we were having interest rates at 20 percent. So that stops the heart, really, of all construction and everything that you need an economy, you know, working at. Um, We now have so much money out there that I can't even guess what the interest rate would have to be to be able to pull all of that money back and burn it or, you know, uh, delegitimize it, you know, erase it from the digital records. Um, We are on pace now to do uh, 20% more than we printed last year. And last year was a massive record. And you're going to see things. The average household will likely pay 20% more for food than you do now in 12 months. More for fuel, about 25% more. They think 25% more for medical costs in the next 12 months. That is going to be devastating. This is happening at a time where fully 40% of existing household income is derived 40% from the U.S. government. That's not including the $1,400 stimulus payments that uh, pushes uh, Uncle Sam's share to, of, of household income to 44%. Also, you're seeing the, the huge increases that producers are incurring. So the builders of houses. Construction costs have soared in the last six months. Lumber is up 90%. That's an all-time high. That's going to mean every home is going to be much more expensive, especially if you're building. Suppressing new housing starts at a time when the housing market is already tight because of COVID-19. Slowing new home construction during 2020. New home construction is expected to be 25% more expensive this year than it was in 2019. This pushes first-time homebuyers out of the market. The government's currency creation comes at a time when supply chains are already dramatically disrupted because of COVID-19. And the more currency in the system, remember, inflation is too much currency, too many dollars chasing too few goods. Because if you have lots of money out there with some people Well, they're just going to drive the price up because you don't have enough goods. We are pumping so much cash into the system right now. 
that once people start to spend it, uh, it, it you could have hyperinflation quickly. 25% intra, uh, uh, cost increase is not hyperinflation. But imagine what that will do to the average household. And this is just one in a long series of things we're going to be facing coming out of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. I mean, we knew a lot of the spending was going to happen when they're closing down businesses. But we knew there would also be consequences of it. And we right. knew on the, when we get to the other side of this, where we hopefully are now, we are going to have a lot of things to hold the line on. I mean, it just the money is probably the most obvious one but if you think about this glenn going back before the pandemic if we would have said these things would happen in a year's time no way uh, first of all you'd think the democrats probably had 80 senators to pull it off mm-hmm. uh but this would have been this is like our the thing you've talked about for how long about if this type of thing happens this could swing out of control incredibly quickly and no one's put the genie back in the bottle again after this has been attempted no never never um, and this is the biggest anybody's ever done. We've printed more money now than anyone in the history of the world. Uh, it can be close. No, it's not. It's not. Okay, so you help me out on this, Stu. Mm-hmm. We're looking at 20% increases for food and housing and everything else, okay, in the next, in the next year. Plus, on average, they say, they say now, on average, that you will have about 10% less purchasing power because your dollar, and this is a low estimate. I've seen fifteen percent as the as the number. This one is conservative, I guess, and saying the dollar is only going to lose ten percent value this year. So, what does that mean? If it's up twenty percent, isn't it actually up thirty percent? Because you have ten percent less purchasing power. Well, I would assume what they're saying there is that while. The prices might go up 20%. Your, your they're, dollar. They're going to believe, though, that, like, for example, your interest rates of the money that you have in the bank are also going to go up. Uh, likely the money spend, being spent, for example, in your investments will cause a stock market increase or other investments to go up. So you'll probably claw some of that back. So my guess is it's not going up from there. It's going to trim that top line cost from the average person. But still, it's not. That's that's not good. That's dramatic. That's not good. I mean, in one year, yeah. a dollar will be worth ninety cents. And then when you don't, ha- when you're spending the same amount of money on less things, that kills the economy. You know what I mean? Oh you're, yeah. You're 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 not going to be able to afford those extra well, you know vacation days or the extra dinners out or or think of this: if you are saving for retirement, if in the next twelve months your dollar is worth ninety cents. It means your investments, however you have them invested, needs to make at least 10% just to have the same amount of money. Yeah. And factor in that, yes, maybe interest rates will go up and it will help people that have money in the bank. But then step back and realize that a lot of people don't. Right. I mean, a lot of people have been out of work. A lot of people are on the, the, the edge as it is. So those people can't aren't going to benefit at all from higher interest rates. They're only going to pay the payment for them. They're only going to have the pain involved. And so those people are, what, what, what's going to happen with them? Well, the government is going to have to say, as, as you see with a um, Biden $4 trillion spending package around the, uh, around the corner, they're going to have to say, we need to bail these people out. 
And so what we 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 end you know we go into this cycle again, and this yep. is how it continues to cycle into yep. something that could be potentially out of control hyperinflation. So it, the other thing is you're hearing that there's no inflation, but the the inflation index it was originally assembled in 1980 before cell phones, before the internet, anything else. Now it's been updated in 2017. However, what's generally speaking in the basket of, of things that they monitor for inflation, household groceries, fuel and gasoline, rent and mortgage costs. But here's what's not included. Educational costs, including college, Credit card and revolving debt costs, entertainment, internet, streaming services, mobile phone costs, mobile phone services, recreational travel, non-household grocery food costs. So in other words, every time you call Uber, it's not counted. Um, Medical health care is also not counted. The government says that inflation is at 1.81%. Uh huh. They're saying that this year's inflation is estimated to go up to 2.24%. But if you take into consideration and you count things that we've always counted or that category, we are looking currently at an inflation rate of about 10%. Hmm. Now, if all that sounds like bad news, wait, there's more. What Americans should be most concerned about when you look at the overall economy is that 2020 COVID-19 wiped out 20% of total U.S. household income. Mm. That number is higher if you include debt increases to cover expenses. But we're facing double-digit inflation on the horizon. That creates an income-adjusted true cost of living index that is, without using shadow stats, double-digit loss of purchasing power just in the next 12 months. And it's not like this is solved in 12 months. <laughs> no, it's it's going to be worse in 12 months. Remember what everybody said, oh, I can't wait until 2020 is over. And I kept saying, no, 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 you, you, won't, you, you won't recognize your country by the end of 2021. The same thing. You, this is the time to get your financial house in order because 2022 is going to be much worse than 2021. Oh, I hate bringing that news to you. I am so sorry. Uh, I really am. I just hate it. My but wife, you'll be able to go out to restaurants. Yeah. So that'll be great. Everything will be fine. Yeah. All right. Let me tell you about relief factor. If you're in pain, uh, you know, for like, all the time if you're listening to the sound of my voice uh and you're one of the millions of americans who live with frequent and often debilitating pain all the time if i could say i could get you out of that pain how good would that sound you wouldn't have to carry that uh that pain around that you carry around every single day like that back of rocks a rocks that is strapped to your your back um, the secret really is inflammation and relieffactor.com can help you with that inflammation. I got news for you. I don't believe in, in inflammation. I mean, <laughs> I'm just such a Neanderthal when it comes to how the body works. 
you know, and, oh, we're going to cut down on the inflammation. We're going to give you, oh, you're in really bad pain. Yeah, go ahead. Give them the hard stuff. Ibuprofen 800. Shut up. It never works. So I was really skeptical about Relief Factor. However, my wife forced me to try it, and I did. And within three weeks, I noticed a big difference. And I've been taking it now for almost three years, and I am not the same man I was. I mean, I have pain from time to time, but that I can live with. This has just changed my life. Get your life back. Try relieffactor.com. 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I, I just, I have to play a little a montage here uh, of how students were introducing themselves to... Uh, <laughs> A representative Presley. Um, can we play this little montage? So I'm a sophomore here at Mount Holyoke College, and I'm majoring in politics and critical social thought. I am one of the community service coordinators for our Association of Pan-African Unity on campus. Uh, my <laughs> major is sociology with a minor in English, and I also have a focus in educational policy and practice. So <laughs> I've also been serving as a community-based learning mentor for the CUSP Learning Service and Social Action course. Yeah, me too. Okay. I'm also a social chair for the Association of Pan-African Unity. Same. She, her pronouns. Um, she, her pronouns. And I'm in the class of 2021. She, her pronouns. And I also use she, her pronouns. My name is Mariam. I use she, her pronouns. I'm a psychology and Africana studies double major with a concentration in Black feminisms. Oh, oh okay. my God! Uh, I have. A, we are in so much trouble. I have so many questions here. Mm. Okay, now I what guess. What are your pronouns? Uh, him, her, him, him, her, she, they, whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay. So the the concept of the pronouns thing, right, would be to say, right, you shouldn't assume I'm a woman because I'm clearly a woman. Right. You shouldn't assume that, so I have to tell you that I'm she, her. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the mm -hmm. concept behind telling everyone. Right. Mm -hmm. Like we shouldn't assume it automatically. Right. That's the concept. Yeah. OK. Is that I mean this as an earnest, honest question, and I don't know the answer to it. Why do we have to say both ways? Is there a she him? <laughs> I, why would you say she her? If it's she, we know her. Right. It, I, it, I, why both? Why do we need both? Can we not? Are we conjugating verbs and, and, and pronouns for people? Why? Why? Why can't you just say I use feminine she pronouns? Why she her? Why? My pronoun is him. Right. And I would know. No. His. No. And I would know. No. He. In all cases, I'm him. But no, but I, so if it's, but that no. would make sense in the language. Well, that's the way I want it. It's just. <laughs> that, that is a big part of this. Like they is, is one of these pronouns that they, they use all the time. Mm, and, and they, yeah, I mean. I know, I know. So. That's like. Weird. Like, you know, I have to, I can't, I have to talk to they. And it's like, well, wait a minute. That just is not English. I, you're, yes, it is. Right. And that's what they say. Like, right. they, because my, I feel like a they, which a I him. guess means multiple. I, I thought that meant multiple people. I'm a him. I'm always a him. Always. And spelled with a Y. H-Y-M? N. But not to be confused with that religious junk that you would find <laughs> in that book. So you're a him? I'm a him. Wow. Yeah, I'm a him. A song. No. No. 
Oh my gosh, you are so racist and so I hello look. boomer. Listen, uh, <laughs> uh, can I ask you a question? Yes. Isn't this the result of, or, or an example of the thing that one generation tolerates, the next generation embraces? Isn't that really what we tolerated all this bullcrap of PC? We tolerated it. And now it's being fully embraced. Now imagine what, well, a good thing is, is they have no toleration for anything else. Um, imagine that generation, what they're tolerating. Can you imagine what their kids are going to embrace? Oh my gosh. Mm. This is, it's crazy, but I think this is a full example of what one generation tolerates, Mm -hmm. the next embraces, and it's getting spooky because they're tolerating Antifa. They're tolerating violence against people who disagree with them. Wait until it's fully embraced. Mm -hmm.